Yes, welcome to No Ideas Original featuring Shannon, Mr. Rob, and Zane. Yo, every time I hear that song now, I think about Cuban. <laughs> Last week, singing the opening. No Corey, I see you backstage. We're going to bring you on in a second, brother. So, how y'all doing? What's good? How are you been? I'm good, brother. Um, things have been well. Just as some good news to throw out there. Um, I got some information from my surgeon. Um, I don't know if in February, you know, I had that surgery to remove my whole kidneys. Mm -hmm. They had cysts on them. And one of those cysts were cancerous, 100% cancerous. Mm. So I had an evaluation at MRI to see if anything came back, anything developed. I am 100% cancer free, brother. Yo, that's wonderful news, man. Oh, God. God, yeah. Good, Share that with y'all, man. I was. That, that lit me up. I was like, oh, I got another leash on life. Now all I need is a kid. <laughs> That's coming soon, too. Coming soon. And that you show did. I had with Kidney Warriors, those two gentlemen that, that brought me on the show were some, they were some great guys, man. And the older gentleman, he's been calling me every day, all, all day since then. Like, yo, Rob, we're going to get you a kidney. We're going to keep, keep your prayers up. We're we going to make sure, you, you know, you, you're, back, you're back on track, man. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man, I had an opportunity to tune in. I thought it was a, I thought it was a great show. I, you know, your contribution was on point. The, um, the other dude, I forget his Kent, that was on with you also. Very not, very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable. Well, I didn't even know there's a law right now on, uh, on the floor, Congress or House mm -hmm. of the laws are passed for um, people with 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 um, pre-existing conditions, man. Because there's so many, there's so many laws that go against us. Yeah, I mean, nobody want nobody wants to ensure anybody who has pre pre existing condition, but now they're putting the law on on the floor, which pretty much you know keeps people that you know those who can't afford medication, those who can't afford certain bills and payments, because you know shit is expensive, man. And I know one of one of my drugs for program, if I don't have benefits, my out of pocket cost for a sixty day supply is two grand. Yeah. What? Who does that? So, you know what I mean? It was good to talking to them guys. Them guys had a, a great wealth of knowledge. I didn't know about the law. These guys have been talking to people all across the nation. I think Kent was in Texas. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where Jared was, but his brother that introduced me to the show, he's in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's up with you, Zane? How you been? Man, I got spit by. I got bit by a damn spider man oh jesus you spider man so I, had to, I, had to, I had to get I had to get that taken care of I, can i call you peter parker <laughs> yeah you might as well oh man so here we're here tonight to have a have a very real conversation you know this week the um the indictment or the lack thereof an indictment came down in the brianna taylor case you know for those that don't know brianna taylor was the 26-year-old uh, the young EMT worker that her home was raided by the police on March 13th, and she was tragically gunned down by the police. Um, the news came out, Attorney General Daniel Cameron, you know, he made his formal announcement. Cool. And his formal announcement was that they were charging uh, one officer, but it was unrelated to actually the killing of Breonna Taylor. What it was related to was him, I guess, firing recklessly into another apartment. So I, I feel like we've been down this road before, you know, and it was it was eerie to me, like, you know, driving home when the news was announced, 
I was mm-hmm. with I was with my son and I and I thought about it afterwards. I came home, I talked to my wife and I was like, damn, you know, I remember when I heard the um the George Zimmerman verdict. I actually with my children, we watched it together and disappointment just came over. And then sitting with my son here and now, I'm like, damn, like, yo, it's just so hopeless where it feels like we never get a bone thrown our way. Yo, I said, yo, nothing's changed, just another sequel. The devil's still causing trouble amongst the righteous people. And this is always, this is all, this is, unfortunately, this is our history, the disappointment. And that mm-hmm. disappointment turns to PTSD, it turns into worry, it turns to depression. Yo, it, it, it counter it counteracts so many things that we want to do, and it puts us two steps back. And we have to find a way, we have to find a way to eliminate all this depression and all these these, these wrongdoings against us, man. We gotta fight. We, we can, I know we can find a way. I know for a fact. Yeah. So let me give a quick rundown of some 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 developments, and then I'm going to start bringing people on the platform because I want other people to have the ability to actually talk about, you know, their response to these events. So first thing, the, the grand jury did not announce indictments against the other officers. Hmm. Um, Brett Hankinson, as I said earlier, he was indicted for wanton endangerment, which is a class D felony that carries a minimum of one year and a maximum of five years. And they fired his head. Yeah, attorney Benjamin Crump. Um, of course, you know, he's the attorney for the family. He believes that it's outrageous. The grand jury lack of indictment was outrageous and offensive. Daniel Cameron, the state's investigation, said that the state's investigation determined the officers who shot Taylor were justified because they had been fired upon first by Kenneth Walker, Taylor's boyfriend. Walker has sued Louisville police and disputed their version of the events. Cameron said the investigation uncovered one witness who heard the detectives identified themselves disputing early reports that a no-knock warrant was being served. However, Taylor's family and their attorneys dispute that the police actually knocked on the door and the police weren't wearing body cameras. So um, crazy though, there were there were there were more warrants in that same area during that day, and, and in fact, they had a warrant for the guy that they was actually looking for, which was her ex-boyfriend. They had arrested him already while he was. Executing this warrant on 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 with sub Zakai, I see Zakai that enters the building. Mm-hmm. They already executed a warrant on her boyfriend, who she was kind of tied to, and I had him already arrested. He found out that homegirl died in handcuffs in the squad car. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, if you already had an idea who you're looking for, you got him. Executing that that. That that invasion that they did was a soft invasion. I said it wasn't really necessary for them to jump in and do that. You know what I mean? And then homeboy, the, the boyfriend that she was with, I mean Kentucky's an open carry. He was a licensed pistol holder. Come mm-hmm. in my crib, I'm shooting too. The fuck? Yeah. Nobody coming in there? You kidding me? I'm shooting. You know what I'm saying? But these guys open. They opened up on her. She's not even here, but let me let me just share something with you real quick, man. According to the Fourth Amendment, you know, Fourth Amendment protects people from unreasonable search and seizure by the government. You know what I mean? So, but if they have reasonable doubt, they can convince any judge. Well, I think there's something in there, and they mm-hmm. can go in there and do that. Yeah, yeah. There, there, it's too many. It's too much shit. Anytime the cops is involved, keeping it real, it's always some fishy shit. 
Same, same way the grand jury could have easily indicted the other police officers also. Let's open up the platform, though, and let's hear from some of the, some of the folks that are joining us. Zakaya, we'll start with you. You want to weigh in and give your take on on these events? So, yes, hi. The What's information up, that was received on Wednesday was very heartbreaking as a black woman. Um, you know, you hear that you're allowed in certain states to have a firearm in your home. And the question that I pose now is, if someone is breaking in, do I have to be like, hey, who are you first? Are you police? Are you executing a warrant? Like, I don't understand the mindset now that they right. have put out there that if right. someone breaks in, if they're police, it's okay. But how do you know? You're half asleep, you know, you hear banging, and you are supposed to be able to protect your yeah, home. That's right. That's so right. that that's that's just crazy to me, and and I feel like it's we're living in the world where it's kind of like slavery 2.0. The only thing they're not asking for right now is your free papers or your 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 freedom papers. Because I'm like, oh, why didn't you answer the police? Why didn't you answer the guys that killed my Aubrey? Why do I have to answer to you? Mm -hmm. Like, why why do I need to talk to you? That's right. So this whole thing is just mind boggling. I I just sit there and it's heartbreaking because I am black. I am a woman. You know That's what I mean. Right. I am raising two boys. So right. it's it's very dis I'm very disgusted. It's like I I don't even know like I, what, to what do, do you do. You know? Yeah. What like do? what to what do? do? What, what's the plan from here on out? What do I do if somebody tries to break in my home? How do I protect myself if I'm asked a question in the street and people want to stop me if I'm jogging? You know, like all these things you have to think about when you go outside just to live a regular life, being black. Yeah. You know, the sad thing about it is that we, um, we've been down this road so many times, we've become desensitized to it that, you know, we still haven't gotten justice for, Tray for Trayvon Martin. And then, you know, you get Floyd, you get Ahmaud Aubrey, and it's just one person after the other. And then, you know what? Two weeks, sadly, two weeks from now, there'll probably be another hashtag. Go, go ahead, Corey. What's, what, can y'all guys hear me? Yeah, sure. Yeah, what's yeah. going on, um, gentlemen and young lady? Um, I kind of, I understand the, I understand the politics. I understand the charge of it. Um, unfortunately, I think is politics. It, the politics is tainted. The mm -hmm. politics is not on our side. Absolutely. In regard to you know the young man having a gun, you still I think across the board you still got to protect your house. That's right. I believe as as us blacks we 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 owe ourselves a responsibility to save our money all the way to the teeth so we could afford lawyers to beat these cases. There are charges there there are convictions already there that lawyers could reference so we can fight. I just think we're not prepared for the fight, and I think this is where it's, this is where it's killing us at. And, you know, and, and to your point, you're absolutely right, man. Being prepared is having knowledge of how this system has always been working. Like right. I explained about the Fourth Amendment law, how many people know that about search and seizure? But, but more importantly, these laws and these constitutions was written when they didn't even have electricity. Right. You know what I'm saying? They was writing these laws under candlelight. Mm -hmm. There wasn't even no police. Mm -hmm. governing the people under the same exact laws and here it is 200 years later 300 years later they're still holding this stick to the letter and these but, laws weren't authored for us either we got right. so we highlight that I, about, I think the brother ernie on nba because i watched the game my Celtics is a piece of shit, but that's all right <laughs> he, was saying, he was saying that um 
he made a good guy, he made a great point, man. He made a great point. But yeah, my bad. Yo, Big T, what's up, Big T? Yeah, Big hey, T. What's going on? What's going on, Master? What's going on, oh, Big man. T? Wait, way in, T. What you got? How you feel, Big T? Way in, brother. Yo, man. Um, unfortunately, man, it's not gonna change, bro, for a while, man. We gotta get out there, folks, and get the right legislation in there, and then, then things will, you know, they gonna stick up for these cops, man. I, I mean, it's like longest Trump is in there, Donald Dump is in there, man. It's, 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 it's gonna be that way, man. These cops can do no wrong. He's amping them up to be that way. He, he likes the confrontation, you know, amongst our community. He, he likes to see that, man. So, unfortunately, it's going to be that way, man. But like you said, we just got to get out there and vote. You know, a lot of people are talking, but we'll see when it comes time to get to them polls, man. All the young brothers, we got to get them to the polls, man. Right. Get the guy right. out of it, man. You know what I'm saying? What's your, what are your thoughts on, what's your thoughts on, there's a lot of people who, um, who don't believe that, you know, politics is our way out of these circumstances. What's your thoughts around that, Big T? Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that they're, they're, they're um, I'm not gonna say they're blind to what's going down. I'm just gonna say that. You see, that's the problem with us, man, in our community, man. We, you know, we not, we not, we not educating our, our youth, man. I, I'm a youth Welcome worker, back. man. I work with kids mm-hmm. all my life. I'm one of them, son. <laughs> yes, he's one of my kids I work with. I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, um, I'm a youth counselor. I work with kids, and you know, I, I, I bought them. I, I bought them the registered vote. I, I did. I, you know, I schooled them on everything. I, I, I teach them how to act around when cops approach them. You know, not to run. The first thing they said they would do is run. I try, I try to tell them no. That's the wrong move. But getting back to your point, brother, um, I don't know, man. It, it, it's I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's it, it, here's my here's my theory, Big T, because we we we'll be like a hamster on the wheel trying to figure out a way. Now I I right. I revert back. I think Zane and Shana may know what I'm talking about about that conversation the OG had with Lord Jamal. Mm-hmm. Oh, civil rights, yo. People who aren't civil can't give you civil rights. The fuck? These niggas, they never been civil. So how are they gonna give you civil rights? It's hard to uncivilize a civil, uh, uncivilized, it's hard to civil an uncivilized person. Civilized person, they yeah. don't want to be civil. Now, his point, the OG's point was to, to Lord Jamal, yo, pretty much mind your business. We forced these people, we've actually forced Caucasian white people to like us. They don't have to like us. No one has to like us. We need to love and like ourselves. And that's the part that we need to get back to, just like how we have in here. Have an honest dialogue, talk with one another, share ideas, share knowledge, share what you know that you've seen that's helped and, and help other people. And we start to move move in that light. If not, we worry about getting justice to the people. We never got justice. We talking about days of mega evers. Mm-hmm. Anybody get locked up for that? Anybody get locked up for Emmett Till? They probably got locked up now after 60 years. <laughs> but well, well, we're, still, we're still going through the same thing. Go ahead, Cole. Let me, t- let me just add to your, your component of what you're saying, right? I think, I feel like there's two problems with, within our community. We, the, the, the households are broken. That's number one. The leadership, the leadership starts in the household. 
Absolutely. Yep. Number two, number two is we're not sacrificing. Like there's no death in our community for fighting for something. There's not mm -hmm. enough bodies laying around for fighting for a cause. That's right. So you see what I'm saying? So everybody, the talk is good. Right. But no action. There's no action, right? The protesting is good, but are you protesting in the right area? Why not protest mm -hmm. in front of the senator's house? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, where right. are you applying the pressure? I just right. think I just think the foundation is so broken yeah. that we just gonna keep having back and forth dialogues amongst ourselves with no solution. I do you right. one better than that, Corey. There are people that's protesting that they don't even know what they're protesting for. A hundred percent. And I always I say it on this platform all that's the time. Fact. And people look at me sometimes like, yo, you bugging or whatever. I'm like, what? What is that? What, what? What actionable steps are we looking to take? What are we looking to get out of protesting? You know, there are some people that they just down with the fight and they're down with the cause because on social media it says, you know what, we're protesting. If you were to start pulling people out of the protest and be like, what are we protesting for? What is it that we're we're hoping to achieve? I would guarantee you at least half those people probably wouldn't be able to articulate what the cause is that they're actually there for and what they hope to achieve by protesting. And I agree with you to that point. So what Rob was saying earlier about his kidneys and pre-existence, like you voting and you saying you're not voting and you don't want to vote, but you don't know what you, you don't know what that candidate going to do for you, right? right? You say Obama wasn't for a black person, but Obama gave y'all free health care, right? He, you that pre-existing under the Obamacare, Right? That would have took your, that would have took that would have took care of your kidneys, right? So to Shannon's point, you gotta know what you out here fighting for. You gotta know what these people are what you want from these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Janelle. She did? Come on, baby. Yeah, Janelle. Hmm. Is the mic on? Oh, hear you. Your mic is not on, Janelle. Yeah, turn the mic on. <laughs> we still can't hear you. Microphone. Microphone. That's the right. Yeah. Until, yeah. Until she until she gets on, man. We that this my my solution. I think I heard an OG say this about going to the poll. You know, both Democrat and Republican have been shitting on her, honestly. But what he said was, he said, Don't stop voting. Go and vote independent. Right. Now hold your vote. He said, hold it's called a block vote. He said, hold right. your vote. Right. And then weigh out who fits fits your plan. Right. And that's who you choose to be in office or local office or whatever right. office you're, you're you're looking to vote for. Right. Hold your vote. You have right. that right to hold your vote. You don't have to just go Democrat because your grandmother was a Democrat. Yeah, which exactly. a lot of you are, are following behind because they're just like, you know, my grandmother's Democrat, my grandmother ate pork, I'm just gonna do what my grandmother did. They don't wanna switch and change and find all the ways to do stuff. Yo, yeah. you can hold your vote. If 43 million people hold their vote and weigh it out, and if either one don't find it, be like, you know what, we going for homie over there. He's he's about education and healthcare. Y'all yeah. this is about war and all this other shit. Let me let me yeah. say this, let me say this. Like, I'm, I'm an unaffiliated um, voter. You know, that means that I'm not I'm not registered as a Democrat and I'm not registered as a Republican either. And my wife and I both we've made that choice to be unaffiliated. And the reason why we're unaffiliated is because, you know, we wanna we vote our interests, right? And right. Chris right. Watt made a joke about it before, but it's very true. He was like, you know, there's some things that I'm liberal about and there are some things that I'm very conservative about. Right. So when it when 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 the discussion around politics comes up and candidates 
you know, I'm thinking that I'm thinking of it from multiple perspectives. I'm thinking about, you know, how it impacts me as an individual and a person. I'm thinking about how it impacts me as a homeowner, how this person impacts me as a business owner. There are so many different intangibles that if you start actually sifting through and looking at the politicians closely, then you'll have an opportunity to vote your interest. But I think what happens is a lot of times people vote, like Rob was saying, you know, blindly. You know, they, they you know, my mom was a, um, a Democrat, so I'm voting Democrat. You know, my dad was a conservative, so I'm voting conservative. And people don't take the time to actually sit back and do research to actually vote their interest. My issue sometimes with people is that they'll say, you know, well, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not voting. I'm not voting for uh, Trump. Or no, I'm not voting for. I'm not voting for Biden. I'm, and I'm like, all right, that's that's perfectly fine. I don't see an issue with you not voting for Biden. Well, who do you intend on voting for if you're not voting for Biden? Because they don't they, have a clue. They, right. they yeah, because people don't. They just take like those sound bites from what everybody is saying right now, and then that those sound bites become well, you know, the crime bill or this, that, or whatever it is. And then I'm saying that you need to go out and cast your vote for for Joe Biden. And I don't hell, I don't even see anything wrong with if if Trump speaks to you, God bless you, you vote for Trump <laughs> or whatever. But you know, people have to be knowledgeable in terms of the candidate and, and who they're they're actually voting for. Right. This is the shameless plug, man. Everyone should go watch the social dilemma on Netflix and it'll tell you how sound bites work and how people just pick up just certain things and they hear it and they just follow the trend because we, but bro, but listen, that's a fundamentally um, that's a fundamentally thing that we are losing, especially for blacks. It's a monkey see, monkey do situation. You right, can't bro. live like that. Like the, er the era I came up in, I, I mean, y'all before me, I'm wishing on. We was the OG. The OG yeah. tell you, son. Right, you right, it's all original. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. So the young ones, they don't really get it. And the problem with the young ones, even though they the masses, they haven't lived a full. 16 years prior to understand what was going on right. for them to for them to make decisions in the future correct mm -hmm. see what i'm saying so it's it's big problems with the sound bites and the monkey see monkey do 100 yeah it's crazy yeah. it's crazy zakaya you want to you want to add anything or zane no i i agree with that most people don't know who they're voting for why they're voting they can't get trump out and then i see everybody yeah uh he's the lesser of the evil and that's that's the word place right now and i'm just like did y'all even understand like by if that's what you feel or you just saw it somewhere and then mm -hmm. well we gotta get trump out because and go with biden because the lesser of the evil oh. i personally don't like either of them mm -hmm. to be honest like i don't Thank want you. biden or trump right, right. but biden speak like
to be Troy. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people. Kaya, Kaya, here's a plot twist. I don't think Trump is talking to you or I. <laughs> he's not. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I can't speak for the whole platform, but I'm going to say he's definitely not speaking to me. Anybody that incites racism, mm-hmm. anybody that can sit on a platform and tweet some of the most degrading, disgusting things about women, people of color, and people, it's, mm-hmm. it's just beyond me. And then the people that rally behind him, I don't know if they're just deaf or dumb, or because he speaks to their racism. It's what they like. Everybody or what they say, but if they speak to something about you, you gonna go with whatever they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, 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 and the reason and keeping it real, the reason why all this stuff is happening, people need to study Claude Anderson, man. We have no no way of you no know, we don't have no group no group economics. Like how Shannon and I started this was just the idea. He had nothing to do during the quarantine. He was like, "Yo, Rob, let's start a podcast." And then we, and then Zane come on, and then we we got his brother Kenyatta about to do another segment. We got to think in groups again. I mean, it took a village to raise all of us, but until we revisit those ideas, group economics, trusting one another, doing things together, even if it's small or big, whatever the case is, support one another. We're not gonna have no economic base. So. We don't have no economic base. Who can we put in office? We're always going to be rolling the dice. You know what I'm saying? Unless we have some sort of financial support. I th- but I think you everybody pay taxes. Mm-hmm. Right. You better. So you better make yourself knowledgeable of what's going on. That's right. Because yeah. if it's not going to be the president, it's going to be your local official. That's right. No, so if you're not going to vote and you don't care about the high ups, you gotta worry about down below because your baby's gonna be around that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Like you gotta know. There's no excuse. It's, it's no excuse. And if you don't vote, then you might as well just say, "Yo, you on the other side." <laughs> just don't waste waste your vote if you're knowledgeable on the person that you know that's gonna be better than the idiot. This 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 in office now. Right, Right? because you could look at New York City right now, and it's horrible. Right, you see what I'm saying? Like, come on, like you got it. You got to just be knowledgeable of what's going on if you're paying taxes. That's right. Right. When I when I look at social media, it's funny you say that because people are not knowledgeable. Like, we got half of my followers, half of my followers are talking about Rihanna Taylor, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to be mindful of who you follow and what you're trying to get out of social media, right? Right. Then I have half the people that I'm following, and they worried about Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lane. And I'm like, this is about to be a whole shit in the world right now. Right. Shameless plug. Shameless plug, man. Know your history, that's, man. That's not right. important right now. And I'm just like, these people are lost. Like, and I don't know. If we have enough time to bring them together. Right. Some, people fall short. Some people gonna fall short. They gonna follow. They gonna follow the lead of, of of you know the blind leading the blind man, and they gonna fall short when other people are gonna rise and, and move forward. So, what's up, Janelle? Welcome. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Got you. <laughs> we got you. Listen, my Mac let me be great, so I had to get this Google the thing. That's right. That's How right. are you guys? I've been, well, I've been timing in and out. 
I'm Janelle. I'm sorry, but um, okay. I just I'm just gonna start anywhere because I missed a lot of the conversation. But basically, I am feeling away. That's right. Um, That's um, I'm a black woman, a black Hispanic woman, and every time I hear about her, I can't stay away from freedom, the Tamika Maori. And what I'm noticing is that we're not getting justice. I mean, he got arrested for miss bullets. I mean, indicted, I'm sorry, for miss bullets. We do know that because he didn't hit his target. So that is very stressful within itself. And for us to think about it as black women, we're not even protected. It's sad that our black men are not protected, but now you're saying a black woman can't be protected. And then we're saying that her boyfriend with a registered gun shot before they said something come on if i had a yeah, registered but- gun come in my house i'm shooting you it's the same thing i said i'm shooting <laughs> you ain't supposed to be in my house <laughs> you know what i mean and, and you know it's another thing too man protection of our sisters you know what i mean we, we have to be more vigilant i don't care if you if it's not your girl if you see something going on and you see a woman being manhandled or, or treated unfairly Yo, brothers, okay. step in, man. Step right in and, and just silence it. But like, nah, sister, I got this. What's up, B? How you living, B? I don't care if it's my husband, all that. You got to step in, man. You got look, to- look, look what OG Dad says. He said, I need politicians to represent me, not leave me. I'm already a grown man. How about that's, that? Yeah, that's an interesting comment because um, another thing that I get flack for is that I always say that people have this high level of expectation for these public figures you know, like that's in the entertainment industry to be almost like the representatives for them. You know, people will put more on the shoulders of LeBron James to address what's going on in terms of social injustice than they'll put on the shoulders of a, of a, of a scholarly person or, or one of our quote unquote black leaders just because right. he has a platform. And, I, and to me, you know what? I think as much as I feel like LeBron James has leadership qualities on the court, I don't necessarily know if it's his realm to have these these discussions no. on academic level off the no. court, right? But we have expe- we have this expectation of him that because you're in this position, you have this stature, that you should be the one to articulate whatever the concerns are and what we want, how we're gonna remedy whatever the situation is. And it's just to me, it's almost like if we did role reversal and we put, you know, Heiko, we put leaders or we put other people into LeBron James shoes and told them like, all right, now do your thing and expected or demanded success or demanded for them to to have a full understanding of it like that's not that's not reasonable like it's just for me it's like putting these figures putting too much of an onus on the beyonce's jay-z's and lebron's of the world they will lead you off the ledge people will put yeah. more responsibility on lebron than they will a father in a household they will lead you right, off right. the ledge Thank they will lead you, you off the ledge Right. And I and right. I and I had this conversation with somebody about LeBron, and I was saying, look, until LeBron shouldn't even been playing basketball, he should have been protesting on the street. That's how you lead if you're gonna be a leader, and you got millions. You, you got to make the people feel equal to you. There's no way in the world you're gonna lead from that far, because the the other side is only gonna entertain you at that level. Listen, yeah, man, and- LeBron LeBron didn't even want to play no more. They put the NBA put that pressure on him to right. finish the season. Matter of fact, he called Barack Obama. That's and he sat down on, and had a conversation with Barack. And, and, and to, uh, 
because him and Chris Paul, they were out. Hey, yeah. They were out of there. They yeah, like, but yo, the season's over. But you know, everybody was looking at like LeBron. You know, when I what I, what I heard was everybody was mad at LeBron, but he was like, yo, I'm out. I don't even want but, to play no more. Right. But Who that's to Shanon, But that's to Shanon's point, right? right? He didn't have the backbone to tell him no, and yeah. he's not because his mind is not conditioned for that type of warfare. Right, right. right? You, right. you, you close to a billion, so you could have told him no. We don't need you. I don't need to be playing. Take that sacrifice right. for the team. Mm-hmm. That goes right. to Shanon point. He's not the. You don't look at those type of guys as your leader. He has. Right. So, so I, I, Al Sharpton is the dude that took the knife for us. So, so here's, here's, the, here's the thing to think about. Like, I knew LeBron was off when he said all lives matter. LeBron got a brand, brand to protect, right? So, in protecting his brand, like, Le- LeBron, I think, is very deliberate about the conversations he has and the statements that he makes. Like, he's allowed a certain level of outrage, but he still has to, he still has to, to some degree, make white people feel comfortable. Investors. That's not specific to LeBron, though, because I just think, in general, one of the issues we have when racism comes up is there's a lot in terms of black people um, figuring out how to talk about racism in a way to make white people comfortable. You know, we start pulling things where, where racism comes up, where we forget the difference between what racism and classism is. So we'll have a conversation about racism. We'll see a white person uncomfortable with it and then be like, well, you know, I have white poor friends. No, but it's a clear distinction. <laughs> that we need to make we need to make sure that we actually highlight in these conversations and i think when you put a person like lebron lebron is an intelligent man but it may be too much for his shoulders and it's not necessarily his area of expertise that's what i'm right. going to convey exactly okay. we'll have responsibility on lebron before we put it on other people though that's right mm-hmm. that's right and that's always yeah. happened to sports athletes man that's yeah. always happened to them man so like people were literally choosing like oh i didn't see Post about Brunan. Like, looking for everybody else. And I'm like, use your platform. Exactly. Use your platform. Oh. Your following. Oh. Whether it's five, a hundred, five thousand, use your platform and put out information they had fun. They had um, bail funds that was posted. They had rallies. I'm not in New York, but I do it. So, what I was, like, trying to get people to donate money. I'm donating money. Like, you don't have to do it all day. Every day. But you do have to do it. Because you're looking for other what you're doing. Do it. Yeah. You know, you know, people I think people don't there's no accountability like in that in, in that county in Kentucky, like yo, that they act as a commonwealth, right? It's a it's a yeah. red state. They got yeah. a demo they got a democratic mayor. They mayor is not set up like how New York City mayor is where he appoints his DA. The, the DA is voted in. Mm-hmm. So when do you, the community is to blame for that debacle, right? So that's where you want to put your energy at and educate in the community. Like, you need to vote your DAs in. Right. Vote your DAs in, man. I mean, when you got the Rand Pauls of the world also. It, exactly. <laughs> Shanon, and, and, and this is my thing. Like, if you're going to protest, you protest in front of Rand Paul's house. Mm-hmm. The senator is the only one that can help to overturn the DA in, at that point. Yeah. Right. Yo, Zane, what's up, Zane? You got you want to weigh in, Zane? Zane frozen. He froze. <laughs> froze. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I just again, like I, I think that we have a, you know, and I appreciate Zakai say. I think that we have a responsibility mm-hmm. us as individuals right. to do a lot more 
And then what some of us are willing to do, you know, we mm -hmm. can't keep laying the foot. Uh, we can't keep laying it at the feet of the entertainers and have these expectations for the entertainers to do this stuff, you know, especially if they're not equipped to handle it. Go, go ahead, Janelle, you want to add anything? Um, I live in a predominantly white neighborhood and um, I live upstate. And what my neighbors did was the best thing they could do when it happened to George Floyd, when it happened to Breonna Taylor. They said, I don't know how you feel. If there's anything I could do, mm -hmm. let me know. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing you can say because I'm enraged. I'm outside. I sit on the, you know, the front porch and stuff. And I'm like, I'm mad. And I told them, I'm angry. You guys have never, you know, treated me no type of way, but those out there. Then I look at my six, seven son and yeah. he is taller than every police officer in Maybrook, New York. In my community, our police officers is about five, four max. Five, six, oh. you make it one, okay? So when I had to snatch up my son and say, look, you gotta stay close to mommy. He didn't understand it because he was raised up here. So he's like, I love this one, I love that one, I love everybody, mommy, what's going on? You are a threat. I'm gonna let you know now. They That's scared right. of you, you're right. bigger than them. And if you are doing something wrong, they're gonna shoot to kill you. That's right. And, white and I people said, when you see the police, you need to call your mother. I don't care if they driving next to you, call me. Then I found myself running in the neighborhood because now I'm afraid mm. of what right. you're gonna do to my six, seven son, who's only 16 and still yeah. growing. Yeah, wow. that's crazy. I'm gonna share the knowledge with you. You could you could have a rifle. Go go get yourself a rifle. I know. Go get your rifle. Shine up, sis. Shine up. Yeah. I, I'm gonna share that information with you because that that's needed. Yeah. Well, I think I'm, I got so scared. I'm not gonna lie. You know, with COVID and everything, I said, you know what? You're honest, retired. You going down south. So right now he's stuck in a big old house. He's living it up. But right now, until we figure out what's going on in these communities and how to protect our son, mm -hmm. I have to put him in a bubble. And that's yeah. what I did. The OG dad says LeBron has used his discretionary income to send people to college, build a school. If he that's never he could do anything else, it's okay with me. And you know what? Let me say this. I don't disagree with you, OG dad. I, I never disagree with you. What I'm saying is that we need to, we need to we shouldn't demand but so much of him. Like you can't expect him to be something that he's not. He's not an activist. Right. So anything we get from him to me is something additional. Although I don't like that shut up and dribble shit, but I get the point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a funder though. I agree. He should be funding. He should be funding the things, the necessary tools that the community needs. I agree. That's what he you're half of a you quarter of a billion. You need to do that. Oh, right yeah, but you're not that you're not naturally that type of activist don't put yourself in that position mm -hmm. right. you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah you know to contribute you don't necessarily have to be up at right. the on the microphone you don't have right. to have wonderful things that people could do behind right. the scenes that are just as valuable than be in the face of something right what's up tisha i see you chimed in son t you should come in t speak to us man come on in and talk to us tisha yeah, baby, you know, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm, there's, there's another, the Tisha came in. You remember Tisha from the block. Yeah, the oh, yeah, yeah, where's she at? 
she came in the comments. She's in there. Yeah. So so yes, we we have we've we've again we've put this additional responsibility on people who may not necessarily be to handle the responsibility. We probably have put more responsibility on the shoulders of LeBron than we have on Daniel Cameron. You know, the man who's mm -hmm. right, black man. How about yeah, that? That's what, that's what OG Dodd was saying. We gotta stop uh, putting that pressure on um our congressman and Al Sharpton, that's what he's there for, bad problems. They fighting the fight for us, so we gotta put that pressure yeah. on them and let let the sports guys like sports guys alone. alone. Let them do yeah, sports. If they can fund it, yeah, fund it, yeah. but let them sit back and, and, and you know, let let the, the real dudes do what we do. Yeah, you know, it's another thing that's come up that um, recently that I think is kind of it's disgusting too. There are people that, if you read enough on social media, there are people that believe that the twelve million dollars civil settlement that the family received should right the wrongs of um. But that's an admit. That's an admit of guilt. That's an admit of guilt. That's right. But, yeah, of but that's that's how bad poverty killed us. Mm -hmm. How about that? How about that? We'll take we'll take a buyout before we get justice. Yeah. And we have done many times. We have Poverty. done so. I'm telling you, man, these Caucasians have been living. They've been living in a utopia for over 400 years. Right. They have the worries we have. Right. You know, we have to realign our thinking and become more collective. You know what I'm saying? You know. Cause wealth for us, wealth for me, is black family. It's my family. It's mm -hmm. y'all. This is wealth right here in this room. You know what I'm saying? Cause y'all are valuable. Like I said, Big T, I grew up under Big T. And if I need to be straightened out, he'll pull my collar and be like, yo, Rob, what's up, B? You know what I mean? Right. And, and give me some wisdom and send me on my way. You know I mean, that's how I, you know what I'm saying? So family's important. And then, yo, black enterprise. All of us are gifted here, B. I don't care if you sew a sew a patch on a shirt. That's a gift. Do something with it. Add on. Teach your kids. Show them how to cook. Show them how to save their money. On top of that, proper education too. We need to know who we are. Like I said, shameless plug. Get yourself a black history calendar and know who you are. Know who inventors are. Know who people before you who've done major things, man, and find your liking to that and create stuff for yourself. And most importantly, I love my freedom, man. I live on a planet. And I want to be able to go anywhere when I want to go anywhere. Without being profiled, without being looked as if because I got my hat on the side, niggas got to check me extra to see if some shit in my bag. All of that, B. Tisha Marie said, but I just have one thing to say about Breonna Case. You can't expect your oppressors to give us justice. That's right. She's 100% right. She's correct. When did they give us justice? That's my point. Yeah. Mega, we still talk about Mega Evans. Mega Evans got shot in 63. Mm -hmm. Malcolm got shot in 68. Malcolm in 65. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and it, ain't, it ain't no sacrificial bodies mm -hmm. for the fight. They all... Yeah. We, that's right. crazy. No one, no one wants to step out and go head to head with the oppression. That's yeah. right. That's the issue. Well, so true. Well, you know what the the, the closest thing I think we have to, to a sports figure that I think really stepped up, and as a result of it, 
now they've been you know they've been ostracized cap like cap yes. is when the, when history when history is told cap is going to be our modern day muhammad ali because yes, he, mm -hmm. he moved his career he moved his career on behalf of the movement and now everything that he's saying people are looking around like yo cap was right the whole time yeah. and try to shift the narrative from what he was saying he his protest was all about police violence against people of color but people made him or painted a picture as him being somebody who was anti-american but, right. but now, mm -hmm. now everybody's kneeling everyone but, wants to fucking kneel now but this is but this but this is how crazy <laughs> but this is how crazy like the people in his circle like the athletes are, are are so out of this world because you are in the same generation and you have the cheat code right there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Only I think Kyrie was the only one to say, "Yo, I'm not playing I'm not at all." Yeah, right. But they, you know what it is? They also seen it and probably the fact that he couldn't get signed, and people aren't ready to mortgage their careers. And, but right. he, they settled. He took a nice check, but yeah. he was right. He was right. Mm -hmm. He was 100 percent right of what he did, and his his movement was his movement was a little more impactful, right? Than yeah. than just wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, you know, this, this is my daughter. She said one of the true steps towards moving forward as a community is definitely to educate the youth of the true black history inside and outside this school. Shout out to you, Bree. Shout out to you, Bree. You right on it, baby girl. Mm -hmm. Knowledge is real. And we always talk yeah. about this on this show, Shy, about knowledge. Knowledge is the most important thing. Let me tell you something about knowledge, man. Knowledge is the legacy of the prophets, while wealth is the legacy of pharaohs. Mm -hmm. People mm -hmm. are only worried about gold, oil, and diamonds. If you know that acronym, mm -hmm. that acronym is acronym for God, because that's all they worry about is materialism. You know what I'm saying? The greatest mm -hmm. sin. It's the greatest sin, B. Knowledge is the most important thing in your life. Yeah. You can't do nothing unless you know something, B. Brad says, but when we get these Uncle Toms like Charles Barkley stepping out there like they know what's up, cats like that have no idea how real life is for black people. He, he don't speak for me. It's interesting you say that, Brad, because this morning I was listening to Chris Rock on the radio and Chris Rock, one of the things he said, I was like, damn, you'll finally I actually heard somebody say it. he was like, you know, as a black man, yes, he's black, but he said that he's a little he's looking from a higher perspective or he said he's ill where the impact of racism for the average black person doesn't necessarily, you know, reach him the way it would reach a regular black person. And he was saying because of his finances, he said, you know, I don't, I live in a compound, so I'm not necessarily worried about them knocking down my door. You He's know, and, yeah, and there's, yo, there's a disconnect there when you start thinking about like a dude like Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, you know, he's a black man, but Charles Barkley's black. From Alabama. is a different yeah. level of blackness. Alabama. <laughs> But yeah, then, then the average black man. He's not an Uncle Tom. That's giving him too much credit. He's a sambo. Uncle Tom was helping people out. We gotta change that narrative right there, man. Uncle Dana, Uncle Tom's is a good is a good person. He's a sambo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He's a sambo. But he's a he's a bubba from 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 mm -hmm. Alabama. He he grew up around rednecks. Like he, yeah. he he's a Republican. That's why you don't follow celebrities and they the worst role models. Cause you don't know where they stand. They rich. They mm -hmm. only worry about their tax brackets. Yeah. Hey, go oil and go oil and diamonds. That's it. That's right. Yes, sir. Brianna says, especially in these times when Black history is being watered down with lies and public schools to fit into the European European, European curriculum. Yeah. You're so right. Europeans have been living in a utopia. 
yeah. things go their way, regardless of what. And here we are looking in the window, wanting to be that. And most of us have turned European over the years. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? From, from the clothing we wear to how we act, you know, how we can how we consume information. We don't we take everything on the surface. We don't dig in deep. We don't find the root of, the root situation of anything. And that's how we live, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We live in an individual society. That's why I, I, I shamelessly plug that 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 um calendar. That the calendar and also the the, the social dilemma. Because these fucking devices here, killing us, brainwashing people, us. and they call them smartphones, and they're making people dumb. dumb. Now, <laughs> yeah. If you have had an opportunity, if you, if you guys have read it, I would say that the miseducation of the Negro talks a lot about how education, you know, how how even educated Negroes have been impacted by a, a white agenda. Mm -hmm. You know, so and then think about it. If as an educated Negro, you're perpetuating a white agenda, and then you're passing that messaging on, right? To children mm -hmm. in schools, you know, that just further perpetuates what's going on in terms of racism. That's right. Yeah, one hundred percent. Shout out to Miss Harris, baby girl, yeah. showing up on on the on the check-in. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah. Right. So I at the beginning, I have black history, yo. We didn't even have black history in, 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 in our Thank world. When I was growing Thank up, I went to St. Philip and James, and, and now it, it took all them years for them to get black history in the schools. Father Rossi was telling you how to pray, and that was it. Yeah, talk about Christopher Columbus discovering Columbus. But you know what's cra but what was crazy about that is, like in that generation, you. St for you to get the black knowledge, you had old people around you. When you come, when you leave school, right? You had your grandmothers. You had old people in the stores. Still own the black people that still own stores that was kicking the history to you. That's right. 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 My mother was. My grandmother lived to one hundred and four. Wow. Nice. She hitting you with all types of history. So she taught me. My grandmother taught me more than any history book could ever taught me. Yeah, that's how I feel about my family. And that's what I mean about family. You know, yep. and, and, and now we're, well, most of us are considered almost the elders now because we're moving up in age. We got to start sharing with our babies what they don't know. Tell them to put that fucking phone down and let mm -hmm. me talk to you. Let me just get your ear for a minute before you run off onto your phone and tell you who you are. You're great. You know what I mean? There's there's so many yep. great things we got going on for you, but you need to know it. You need to know it from me. You know what I'm saying? Because I love you, and I want you to know that. Walk with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Be that like a badge of honor on your chest. You're great, man. Yeah. And we got to educate our baby. Tisha Murray said, I heard something about voting for the lesser of two evils. Here's my question. Does our vote really count? Are we really going to be heard? Do we really have control mm -hmm. of our votes? Well, T, evils, evil is evil, baby girl. So I don't mm -hmm. care high, high evil, low evil, side evil. Both of them niggas is evil. And That's yes, your vote, your vote count, man. Your vote, vote, your vote. What's your interest? You vote what your interest is. Corey, you want to speak more? Yeah. You vote count. Vote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what we're running for is That's all. You That method that Claude Anderson said. Yo, vote, but vote, hold your vote in that block mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. you find out who's worth giving it to. 
If yeah. Neil Young is worth giving it to, he'll give it to someone who's coming up in the race. Like, look, mm-hmm. look like you want to do something with us. Let's do something together, man. Yeah, yeah. Janelle, you want to say something? I just want to say vote because if you don't vote, whoever it is you're going to vote for is going to win, right? You got to go out there and vote. We got to take our chances. We know this idiot box, and, and if I'm offending anybody, I apologize, but this idiot box that we got in office, good? we don't need another four years. But I don't want to offend anybody. No, nah, you vote ain't offending nobody. You, you want to You're right. <laughs> Vote for who you who you who you gonna vote. We need change. Biden may change. He may be the worst thing ever. But look what we got. That's how you gotta look at things. Look at what you got. We got a racist. We got a bigot. We got a sexist. We got a a rapist. This man that raped women got away with it. So I don't like and, rapists. So I'm and, not gonna vote for him. And but this is this is how naive um, America is in a whole. Like the whole like Midwest, they ain't have no idea about Trump. And he swindled them for their vote. That's a clear example, right? Mm-hmm. You don't because they didn't know, now they got jerked. Mm-hmm. Now now if you don't go now if you don't go do your homework about politicians that's right. They, they benefit you, you may get jerked. Yo, you will get jerked again. Again. again it will happen again. So what everybody got to know really quick is what we're requesting from a president. All seven, what is it? Seven billion people are requesting different things. Right. They cannot right. come up with all of our requests. We may right. get a little something. Like we got a little something from Obama, but we got Michelle, who is the ball, right? right. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. You're going to get something. You're not going to get the whole package that you want because he is not your personal president. He's right. the world. And I'm glad and I'm glad you said that, Janelle. And I and I and I and I'll take that with saying there has to be some personal responsibility for yourself. Right. To educate yourself because right. politicians are not right. gonna do everything. Right. right. You're yeah. not gonna Thank put you. the entire bill, man. So I you think have to get yourself involved with something. Yeah. Right? I think I think what Tisha is saying, I think my Tisha would say what she would say because as black people, we've been you know, we've been deceived for so many years. Yes, like, yes. So it's hard for us to believe and trust in a process that we've seen over and over again, you know, not be beneficial to us. That's similar to how we feel about the justice system, right? We don't, Absolutely. we keep talking about we need justice reform. There's not a black person walking around that's like, you know what, I think that the justice system is fair, it's equal, and it's great, you know? And I think that that's why some people are actually hesitant also when it comes to voting they feel like you know what it doesn't matter the election is rigged anyway um so i think the same laws from 1700 absolutely my devil's advocate with you we we get the opportunity to vote our judges in right we get those opportunities Mm because that's all you see up and down these streets vote for this person we don't go out those little votes Yeah. You should be out there every time Not- there is some sort of election. We should be out there voting. We can't complain about the justice system and the judges right. when we didn't go out and vote. Yeah. You know, you know what's crazy to that, Shannon. I don't know if you remember, like when we was younger, right? Mm-hmm. In our community, we it wasn't the suburbs, right? But we we seen the local government official drive around with the big speaker. 
Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. vote, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, sure now, for, now, right. For those, now for those that grew up in the suburbs, right? You grow up understanding that you got a judge, you got a county representative or whatever, right? A lo- yeah, local officials, right. all that, yeah. So, so, so when the city people move up to the county, we kind of mm-hmm. a little bit understand that. But the younger right. ones that, that move out of urban community and never voted for their mayor, in the urban community, Thank they get you. to the counties, they don't even care about none of that. They be like, what? I'm just out the we, hook. That's all we already, why, we, we just missed the last gunfight. We out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, That's the truth. It's, it's like, though, when you going to catch the knowledge? Right. I don't know if you guys are from us, but it was Gloria Davis. Wasn't her the one with the Right. So Gloria Davis out there, we was all like, let's get her in. She's the assembly woman. And then she was the most corrupt. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So here's here's something to think about. Like for me, the way the re, the way even thinking about how the political system works, I say to myself, I know our forefathers for a tooth and nail for us to have the ability to vote. And I'd be doing them a disservice after I seen them get the dogs turned on them, the holes turned on them, and get beat from pillar to post for this right to vote. And then for me to say, well, this vote don't mean nothing and throw it out the window. So that's how I rationalize, you know, whether I believe that the system is rigged or not, I vote for that reason. And I vote also because I do feel that if I don't vote, I definitely don't have, I don't have any voice. I can't, I can't complain about whatever the issue is. You stuck. Yeah. You gotta just take it. Cause if I didn't vote, like you just said, if the person I don't vote for, you know, if I say I'm not gonna vote, the person I don't want in office, that's a vote for them. Yeah. Simple math, very simple math. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, kid. We need a list of five specific things, and it needs to be around more policy change than money. That'll be interesting to see if this country could actually actually do something with that. Look, man, there's countries where police officers don't have guns. Why? <laughs> we haven't mastered the art of. of policing yet like for us policing there's a point in time when policing was about de-escalating de-escalating situations now it's not about de-escalating it's not about de-escalating shit it's about hanging niggas but that's where policing came from you remember remember Mm -hmm. the whole black cop right son (laughs) you know what i mean the whole that whole that whole police system is driven from old slave riders looking for slaves that were running away from slave plantations and bringing them back and then they turned it into some other shit which we got now and they're they're still run by them same laws it's them same old constitution laws even even as a prisoner if you if you get locked up you're a fucking slave period Mm -hmm. 13th amendment Amendment says that you're a slave so prepare for slavery these things these things were written in 1767 or sometime well, well rob hold yeah. on rob hold on Shanon. um but we know the educated ones know we ain't out here causing mischief to put ourselves in situations Actually, i mean it could happen it could happen to any one of us i'm not saying that it can't but the point is when you look at certain situations like what are you what was you doing like for instance george floyd had a counterfeit 20 dollar bill right Mm-hmm. So that caught that caused the the, the, the um, bodega dude to call the, call the police. Right. Now I'm not saying I'm not. That's not justifying it. I'm just saying instances like 
we know these laws is not for us, B. We're going to work. We need to. We need to t- that, that's something that you got to look at and be like, nah, I'm going to go take care of this over here and I'm going to mind my business and build over here and avoid that. Right. Right. Until we find somebody that can change that. Right. But you got these youngers out that's here that just don't want to listen. Coming. Right. You 100% group economics. You're right. Mm-hmm. But everybody want to live a wild life. Yeah, and that's that's actually that that's a European construct to be mm-hmm. an individual, right? Yeah, yeah individual. None of us here were raised in an individual setting. We were raised right. in a village setting. Right. Our our grandparents, my great grandparents, all the way down to my aunts, my uncles, mm-hmm. we were all in the same setting. We all ate, ate at yeah. the same table. That's you know what I'm right. We all went to church together. Sunday dinners. Sunday dinners. Sunday breakfast. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Breakfast lunch and at the same table. <laughs> and 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 because you know we we've got a little bit of wealth and we started we started to ID I, I kind of see the ideas in our mind just like a European. One, we ain't getting no wealth. We got we got some money, but we didn't get wealth. We, we ain't getting no wealth. We got clothes. We got a little bit of money, but we ain't getting no wealth. Yeah. The idea of our predecessors and thinking like, I need to live like that. I need to wear the Gucci, I need to wear these. When we've created all this stuff to begin with, we was creating clothes for the longest. It's one of the reasons why they they, they, crimin- they criminalized marijuana because in the early days when we were using hemp, nigga, we was making jeans, we was making hats, we was making cloth, we was making comforters out of hemp. Come on, man. That's crazy, that's crazy. Sakai, yeah. so you want to weigh in? Just oh. Okay. OG Dad says people are taught not to vote. Why don't you get a voting ID card when oh. you become 18 but have to register for the military so they can find you if needed? Go ahead, Zakai. So, what I wanted to say is that group, group economics is very important. So, when you're in the community and you see the people that own the grocery stores, the laundromats, and the restaurants, they are not always people that look like us. Most of the time, they're not, right? So, so with group economics, if we are building together, we don't have to go to those stores. We are we are now getting the merchandise ourselves and reselling it to the people that look like us. And we're getting it for the same price as the other people are getting it for at a cheaper value. So right. we are so, I say we, but we are so into the self. Well, I gotta get it first. I gotta be the first to do it instead of saying hey let me bring along so and so who can add value and we can get there faster doing this quarantine this quarantine should have either made you a entrepreneur if you wasn't one already but it didn't it should have definitely excited some thoughts in your head right right to be able to make a product right make a product so that you can sell a product right i'm in the group of the black billionaire club we are able to put our money together we bought masks we they I, um, the thing that fly around, they buy smart watches. I don't always invest in everything that they buy, but when I'm able to or when I want to, we put our money together. But there's always a cycle, and we're getting things for dirt cheap together, black people. You know what I mean? So, what's when the name, we sit back name, of the group? To, name of the group you with? You it's said called the Black Billion, it's called the Black Billionaire Club. Okay, they're on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, really good group, really good people. And, it, and it's not even about the people, it's just the fact that you're in a situation where people look like you. You have to go to the bank and people that don't look like us 
and ask for these loans. We should have uh, we had banks, but we should have more banks. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't have to go to white people for anything. Anything. But then they are able to come to our community and disrespect us. And I'll see people say, "Oh, I'm not going to nail salon because they disrespected me," and be right back on the line trying to get in with masks during COVID. And I'm and I'm bugging like, um. You just saw in the video. Like, I don't get it. I, I don't I don't get it. So group economics is very important. Having a product or products to sell is very important. Teaching your children to be entrepreneurs from now is important because you don't want to raise your children to work for somebody. Yo, I did I did I did a little test a couple years ago. It might might have been about a decade ago, but being a young lady who had two little daughters and she was kind of tight with uh, school supplies. I said, you know what? Let's create a lemonade stand. Yo, we made a lemonade. I got 30 lemons, a bag, a, a, a five pound bag of sugar. And we made like six, seven dollars that day, son. Look at that. Just some lemonade, B. And they were they had little pigtails that made them with yellow shirt. <laughs> just went outside selling. And the crazy thing was, most people that was buying lemonade was just giving money. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the ethic. It's the work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Just out mm -hmm. there, it can be done. You just gotta yes. take initiative and like and like Corey said, stop talking and put some action to that ass. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Make it work. It can work. I'm I'm a living example, son. I'm a living example. Tisha Murray says, I agree. Economic wealth is very important to teach ourselves and our youth. Stop buying the new, new, making Gucci and all mm -hmm. the other brands rich and recreate yourself with your talents. Thank you, T. Right, that was dope. That was that dope. was great. That was dope right there. Yeah, man. They gotta help. We can do it. We just got we gotta just change our paradigm and our, and our thinking. And like and like Zakaya uh, yeah. said, during this pandemic, if you haven't. I'm telling you, you need to do something different because the old way of doing it ain't working. Listen, you're going to be that yeah. hamster on the wheel. Same behavior, yo. Mm -hmm. And it ain't going to get you nowhere. You can be complaining still. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, Big T. And I, I noticed that there's a lot of people. Big T, you good? You about to roll out? Yo, um... When, uh, when are you coming back on again? This is a weekly thing? Or? Yeah, we, we, we try to do it on, on every Friday. Some Fridays we might, but you know, we put our shows on Mondays okay. and Wednesdays as well. But Fridays is usually our live days, though. So check yeah. out on Fridays. Count me in, baby. Count me in. Yo, Big T, shout out, shout out somebody if you want to shout them out, Big T. Shout out Anybody. <laughs> Man, I gotta give a shout out to my some of my fellas, my man that are going, man. Shout out to Dr. Rock. Dr. Shout Rock. Out to Jip. Big Jip. Big Jip Jetta. My man Jerry Lester. Big Les, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, give a shout out to Troy Sweeney and the whole crew. Nice, nice. And nice. Pretty Boy Floyd. Oh wow, that's a classic. Shouting Floyd, out baby. OG, shouting out OG yeah. to the old men, man. Yeah. These guys raised me, B. These guys raised me, man. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, Big T. Got you, got you. I'm in. I appreciate your time, Big T, man. Yo, you say, say peace to the missus, yo. Yeah, you got it. Hi, you were saying something? Oh, yeah. Peace. Oh, what I was saying was, what I, what I find is that 
when talking to certain people my age or younger, they don't know where to find information. So most people want to be business owners, right? Most people want to work themselves, but they don't have the tools or they don't take the time to read. And I noticed that a lot during this pandemic too. Nobody reads. Like it can literally be in the comments. Hey, I got a blue shirt. I got it from so-and-so store. And people will be in the comments like, would you get it from? And I'm like, yo, it's in the post. But what I what I do say is that when people ask me, and I think these forms, these forms are very important because it may give people an opportunity. So you don't want to just talk about the problem all the time. You want to have segments where you can help people say, hey, do you know how to get an LLC? Hey, do you know how to get your business registered with Amazon? Uh, so you can get those federal contracts because that's where the money is. Like you can have a business, but if you are able to offer the government a product, talking about products, you are right. able to compete with big corporations in the million dollar contracts because you're right. black owned, minority owned, small mm-hmm. business owned, woman owned, all of those things, but people don't know how to get to information. Some of it is laziness, some of it is just lack of being pushed in the right direction so i'm the kind of person that i'm willing to help you get to that direction i won't do the work for you but i will help you to get there because sometimes you don't have that motivation in your community in your circle and some of that is what people need truly you know what i mean like we say for hours and talk about the things that are going on in the community that are negative but then if you offer that piece of positive to get you in a different you can get in a different space in your life where you can provide for your family Without the government, then maybe you'll be more apt to voting and learning about different things. But if they're stuck, their brain won't go past within the community. That's right. Corey, real quick, because Corey Corey is actually an entrepreneur. Corey, you want to talk a little bit about your business? Yeah, so what I do, I'm a consultant. I'm a project manager consultant. And um, I'm on a... Y'all can hear me? I feel like it's a little delay. Nah, uh, hey, I hear you, bro. Yeah, so so what I do is I can't I have a real estate background. I'm licensed in multiple states. And what nice. I did was convert over the over the financial crisis, I just went back to school and added the construction management segment to what I already do. And and course, flipped huh? that and turned that into build, cons- build you building shit, bro? Yeah, pretty oh. much. <laughs> I could <laughs> I can so if you're an investor uh, and you don't want to deal with the construction part, I'll come in and take that over for you okay. mm-hmm. and charge and charge your percentage that you got to add on top of your um your construction costs. Yeah. Right. And then I could advise on the real estate side. If you do all the other properties that you want to buy, I could help you finagle, you know, a better deal for you so you don't get jerked because most people don't understand the repair value in, in properties. Mm-hmm. So they are overspent. Nice. And, and now I'm trying to dibble and dabble in the chicken business. Like I'm trying to get, yeah, trying to multiple, raise yeah. some chickens. Multiple streams of income, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come find many and ways. I, and then I got some other stuff brew, brewing as well that I'm trying to put together. So, you know, it's about initiative, man. It, it it's about you know when you working for something because when you're young, that's where you get it from. You work, you work, you work, and then you realize, like, nah, this ain't it. That's rich. See, yo, Zay, and this and this this might segue to. That entrepreneur show we was talking about too. You may need to get some people mm-hmm. on here and talk about what they do, man. So, I'm what's a, up, Big T? What's up, but T? Let, but let me say one thing. Though. I'm gonna be okay. honest, and, and it it goes to what Zakir was saying. Like the problem with our own people, right? Mm-hmm. Is some of us 
they want they want things to be given to them. It's entitlement, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes you got to just stay away from that because mm-hmm. they don't have that ethic in them already. They just want they they, they want. feel like you owe them that, and right. that's not the that's not the case. And again, it goes back to your household. Like my pops and my moms gave me chores. That was a work ethic. Like you gotta you gotta mm-hmm. have that, man. And you gotta have it. You know, back, you cleaning up, Corey. Facts, man. Facts. You know what? You know what? Too no... starting starting to think outside the box. People are just afraid. A hundred percent. People are they just, just don't. Yeah. Or they don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's part of being fair, not knowing. Yeah. Okay. All of us What's can't be chiefs, so. though. How you doing, baby? I'm all right. Hi, everyone. I know you all with it. I want to hear what you got to say, baby. Let's go. I mean, I'm just listening, you know, and every now and again, if it's something that hit me, you know, I'll chime in. Um, congrats to the young brother in the corner. I can't see your name with the hat. Corey. 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 Congrats to you, Corey. It's nice to Thank know you. we got, you know, us out here doing it and trying. And I hope Corey. that one day you can mentor a younger person to do what you're doing and maybe give them that initiative to want to thrive for something that they're looking forward to doing in life. Because not all of us come from a two-parent household. And not all of us, not everybody's village was thriving. Some of our villages were burning down. Right. And everybody's right. looking and running for shelter. And I'm talking during the crack era when families right. were broken apart and right. things were just burning in mm. our Okay? So a lot of times within that time, you know, we come from Generation X. So um, we know parents, uh, people in our age group that are grandparents. That's right. And not to one or two grandchildren, you know, more than that. We know. I know girls that are women today that their kids are married and she's 44, she's 45, you know, because we were born in that era. So if you can give back to someone younger than you and mentor young guys out there who are lost, who are out here in the South Bronx, picking Mm -hmm. up guns, aimlessly shooting, killing babies, mommies through the window. They need people like you, Corey, Rob, and the man in the corner. I don't, I can't see your name. Janan. We we used to have black mentorships Mm -hmm. when I was growing up. It was true. You sign up your kid, Mm -hmm. there was no father, and you have black men in power that were helping our youth. We don't have that anymore. Mm -hmm. It would be nice to bring forth something like that. And you can start out small. Mm -hmm. One kid, one kid. You know, teach one, reach one. Because one kid got a friend, and that friend has a parent, and word of mouth will travel. And then the next thing you know, you guys have created something great Mm -hmm. right here within your community. We have to start with the youth because they are tomorrow. They're the ones that's going to determine how we're going to wipe our asses at 70 years old. You understand what I'm saying? I am a guidance counselor. I've worked with youth for over 22 years. It is not a game. These kids, sometimes they come in and they don't know how to turn off from being a mommy, a daddy, and being a child. And that is what is lost within the community. Because when you come into school or you come into my office, I'm going to treat you as such, which is a child, a youth. So I'm going to have to check you out the door. But you also need someone to step in and to be a mentor. Because I'm not here to tell you, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not my job. 
<laughs> I need you to be a soldier. You know what I mean? I need you to get out there and be strong. And with men like you on here doing what you're doing for yourselves, lets me know that you have that strength within yourself to help yourself to push through through all these struggles that we're going through in this world. You're doing it. So if you can pass that knowledge and that energy to someone that is worthy of it, because everybody's not worthy. So you gotta be careful where you pour your energy too. How they say it back in the days, you can't, you you, you shouldn't cast pearl mm -hmm. or swine. That's right. The swine, the swine to eat it. Yeah, it eat it. You know what I mean? The best way to kill a body and 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 to get rid of it is to chop it up and give it to a pig. That's right. So if if you can just do that, that will be your give back, and you will be surprised how things can grow from there. It's like a seed being planted. And it's going to take steps, just the way it take, took 400 years to oppress us and separate us and keep us down and keep us at each other's throat. It's going to take about that long for us to get the unity. As what you said it, Malcolm X, the nigga got to die first. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. The nigga got to die first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And with, with you guys coming in, y'all going to kill a nigga. And I'm going to show you how to be a man. That's right. Hold on. Hey, Miss Miss Hey, Miss Janelle. Talk, talk a little bit about what you're doing, Janelle, because what oh. you're doing is important, too. Um, I'm a self-care life. Well, I'm a social worker still by day. Um, oh. I've been in the field for 17 years. I actually started in New York City, which is great. So I got all that good old knowledge from the NYC. I'm now upstate. But I opened up a self-care business and nice. I've been in business almost two years. Nice. And what that is, is I'm that life coach that you could call three o'clock in the morning. Uh -huh. We don't go through shit, excuse my language, but we don't go through right. shit from nine to five, okay? Because right. we're hustling and bustling. If you're from NYC, and I'm from the South Bronx, so that tells you a lot. We only know what the hustle and bustle is. It's not until 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock when we revisit those traumas. Mm. So what I did was I opened up my life coaching business 24 hours. How I get my sleep, the heavens above, because sometimes I get, right. <laughs> I get those calls two, three o'clock in the morning. I don't turn off my phone. I help you process it. But like I said, I am a coach. I'm not going to do the work for you. You're going to do the work and I'm a coach you through it. Make them accountable. That's yeah. right. So that's what I've been doing. I am blessed in the business since COVID happened. Um, I'm able to coach a lot of people all over the world. I got clients in Florida, Missouri, right. everywhere on Zoom. And right now, I just did it and been on March 1st at the Harlem School of Arts, which was amazing. And that allowed me to reintroduce myself event. And that's where you walk up to a mirror and actually introduce yourself. So wow. if COVID it didn't have all of it, but COVID happened. So right now I'm virtual and um, I just did, I um, started a podcast a couple of months ago in March. So I also have a self-care podcast. Um, I'm talking about racial trauma. That's something that is not spoken about. It's not in our DSM-5, so you cannot get diagnosed with it. But I can say everybody on this platform and on many other platforms have experienced racial trauma. 
and it should be it should be just as much as anxiety. You know what I'm saying? It should PTSD. be ADHD. Yeah, PTSD. Yes. Post-traumatic slave disorder. That's Thank you. I, I like that. So that is what I do. And if all of us could connect, it would be great because I have a, on my podcast, it's called Journey to Self-Care. And I would love for you guys to one day be a guest. Okay. Sure. Come on. What's so up? We just I, did I poly- out there. Yeah, we just did polyamory where I got a black couple who so, has two, wow. a guy who has two wives and it was awesome. Wow. Yeah. So if you guys we can connect, that would be great. Thanks for inviting me, Shannon. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, you're you more than welcome, man. Anytime you want to talk and chop it up, we here, man. This is what our platform is for, helping one another excel learn from one another share knowledge that's the way that's the reason why we started it man having a conversation yeah um you know yes i just want to say one thing to you yeah i'm also very spiritual mm-hmm. and i just want to tell you when you can um get your sleep honey get your i do i do believe you all me right? i get nothing i'm working from home a lot okay you need it all right because your energy is drained a lot because yes. you're on call 24 mm-hmm. 7. Mm-hmm. so you you need your energy to recharge like a battery okay so i just mm-hmm. want to make sure you get your rest and drink your water yeah i okay. do <laughs> i'm always have water because i'm an energy magnet when you're right. social and you're helping people you're considered an energy magnet. And so your energy. Right. Yeah. By the end of the day, you are exhausted. Yes. So I need you to get your rest. Okay? Yes. Your proper rest. Yes. If you have to, I know you may not want to, but if you have to, put your phone down and away from oh, of course. for two, three hours, please do it. I do. I block my okay. calendar off. You look on my website. Sometimes my calendar is off, and I'll just go out for the day. But I'm still available. If you send a text, I'm not going to ignore it because right. I'm in a self care moment. Because a self care moment self care is very, very, very important and very needed. That's the name of the business. That's right. Very important, especially when you do the type of work that you do. Yeah, very, very you know what? And, that, and that's dope that you have a platform for self care because that that needs, like I always say, knowledge itself. You got to know who you are, you got to know what you're feeling, you got to know why these things are happening, you know what I'm saying, in your life, man. And you got to hold yourself accountable, change your thoughts, change your thinking oh. pattern. You know what I mean? Learn something about yourself. We're great people, yes. there's so much stuff buried in us that we have not even touched. Thank you. Yeah. Where we have the potential to do all things, you yeah. know. And I show usually when we have guests, we always you. I usually ask them, "How important is your imagination? Do you mm-hmm. use your imagination? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagination aren't just for kids. No. Nope. You know what I mean? And look, how our kid acts when he's in his imagination, or mm-hmm. she, her imagination, had the best time of their life. So can you? You yeah. know what I mean? You have to use it. Use it constructively. Figure it out what it is that you want to do in life. See the vision and go for it. <laughs> I just want to say one thing. I just want everybody. My biggest thing that I'm teaching is getting your hair and nails done. Nails done is not self care. 
It is self-maintenance. We are so conditioned into sitting and getting a massage and saying self-care. A massage is self-soothing. When we start using the words correctly, we start to learn what self-care is. And self-care is learning something new every day, eating vegetables and fruits. I'm not saying go on this high haters diet, just adding some vegetables and fruits and don't do nothing that don't sit right with your soul. That's self-care and it's all for free. And let me let me just add to that because I just had a I had a, a interview about my kidney yesterday and I was explaining the, the importance of eating fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. When you eat green fruit or when you eat green anything, whether it's lettuce, kale, spinach, cucumbers, what that does to the body, it cleans the cell. Because we're all cellular people. So mm-hmm. you're eating green vegetables, that's just cleaning and restructuring yourself so your cells can do the work that it always does. And once you eat fruit, fruit, the nectar of the fruit is the glucose, it's the sugar, it's the energy to keep the cell going. So fruit and vegetables go hand in hand. That's why you always hear people say, do you eat fruits and vegetables? Because you're supposed to have that. You're not supposed to have anything dead in mm-hmm. your body because it's dead. Dead is going to be just dead. You're just going to be shitting out shit that stinks. But if you if you do if you do invite if you do invite more fruit more fruit and more vegetables, you'll find out your life and things. You start to feel a lot better about yourself, man. Yo, Mike Taylor, look look for the link at the top, brother. He wants to chime in, my man. Mike well, we got to wrap up. We had we had an oh. hour and a half. We got to wrap up. Yeah, but yeah. Much fun, yo. Yeah, but I want to say I want to thank everybody for joining us. Um, I know we started out with the Brianna Taylor conversation, but the conversation expanded, and I think it expanded because we all know that Brianna Taylor was going on. What happened to Brianna Taylor is relevant to what we see in our community on a regular basis. So you know, the discussion expanded to the community, and I appreciate it. Look, everybody, seven o'clock every Friday, we're here. Like, comment, subscribe. Um, as Rob was saying, you know, from time to time we have guests on. But we pride ourselves in being a podcast where we're not just about the gossip, what's going on with celebrities and things like that. We actually want to bring something to the table. We want to educate people, whether it be about health, finance, um, Corey with real estate, you know, joining us. That's why I asked Corey, Janelle to come on and talk about self-care. Now we got um, T talking to us about her perspective as a guidance counselor, as um, Zakaya tuning in, telling us about the um, the group, yeah, that she's a part of. So, you know, again, like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you tune in to the podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning yeah, in. I love y'all. Big T, I love you.